How are we doing, everyone? We are so excited to be back for season three of the Tag Along podcast. In this episode, Scott and I will be discussing all things Tag Along, from the app to the start of the business to our lives and in between and changes that have happened. Before we get started, please make sure you follow and or subscribe to the show on the platform you're listening to and give us a five-star rating. This really helps us reach more athletes like you and uh, lets you know when a new episode is out. Thanks for joining and enjoy and welcome to season three. How are we doing, everybody? Welcome to season three of the Tag Along podcast. Uh, my name is Nick Karwaski. You may know me from Tag Along or from Hydro and my co-host, Scott Del Vecchio. Scott, how are we doing, man? Pretty good. Excited to, to, to bring this back. I feel like it's been a, a, a long time, even though it's only been yeah. probably like six months or something. No, it has. It's been a minute. And I think uh, this season we were talking to a few different types of people and athletes. Uh, and one of the recurring themes uh, that we're going to focus on this this season is resilience and adaptation. So we wanted to start by talking about some of our own personal stories and how tag along in our community helps us drive to overcome adversity in general. So um, it's funny to think about the challenges that we faced at tag along and how we've overcome them and where we are now. I mean, from you know the first time that we started generating revenue, we uh, was in 2019. We got the app on the Apple Store in June of 2018. And, um, you know, had a, had a year and a half essentially to kind of work out the kinks, start uh, getting people on board and some, some of those early adopters and kind of figure out how exactly we were going to take this, this general find, hire and train professional athletes to work with whatever that meant uh, and, and make it super streamlined by using a website, by using an app and trying to get it all there to then, you know, straight almost right off the bat in March of 2020, right after we had, um, you know, our whole tag along team down to uh, my parents' place in, in Florida, kind of meeting together, talking, putting all these goals together, putting, you know, just outlining everything. And then literally that week, the pandemic hit and um, we had to kind of uh, embrace the value of being flexible uh, from what we really wanted to focus on from being in person uh, in-person training sessions, uh, what that meant to almost hundred percent virtual for a solid year and a half, um, was, was pretty wild. Um, I remember it, it's our very, first... it, well, I was going to jump in real quick and say, it's very interesting how at the core, we've always said, oh no, like, and, and that's kind of always been, was your initial dream. It's like, oh, you could meet with somebody, a professional athlete and do the workout together. And we never really went beyond those lines because that was what you started with. That's what we were trying to push for. And so all of a sudden, <clears throat> this one thing is not allowing anybody to be together, you know, even people who are working together. So how, where do you go from there? Do you just sit on, sit back and say, well, we just got to wait this out. Or do you just try to you look, look beyond and say, all right, well, maybe we go virtual. And like, <clears throat> we, we were already kind of doing that, but we didn't really lean into it. And I feel like it almost pushed us in same thing with, with other companies like hydro and all these other um, fitness companies we almost everybody in the fitness side got pushed into the pandemic in a really positive way. And it really made everybody boom. Right. So, um, yeah. I mean, people we, will ask, you know, in 10, 15 years from now, people will be like, Oh, so like, 
you know, your, your daughter, Scott, will ask, oh, so how was the pandemic? And you know, <laughs> you're, you're accordingly. And for me, people will say like, oh, how was that lockdown? And I'll be like, I literally ne- was never busier and never traveled more yeah. than during the two years of the pandemic. Um, and I think it just shows you that like, especially at Tagalong over the past couple of years, um, seeing we have multiple clients who've been working with us for over 52 weeks, over 70 weeks of getting their training plans, uh, having that accountability, helping the decision fatigue kind of be eliminated from their day to day and just focus on putting the work in. And I think technology has had a huge uh, component to that, not only from interacting, um, but making sure that things are up to date. How can we integrate different things into the app? What are the ways in which some of these early adopters with Tagalong products are forcing us to kind of change that three, six, nine, 18 month kind of trajectory of what we want to make a priority on the app. What should we focus on? You know, we added a news feed, which is really cool. We were able to kind of bring in some partners here and there, whether it was T-Riot, Freaking Wholesome, just different kind of companies that kind of explore what what can we do for them? What's the value of working with us? We have over 90 professional athletes on the platform, you know, six different sports between rowing, triathlon, distance running, track and field, swimming, cycling. Uh, We started adding a golfer. We started adding a basketball player, started adding a soccer player, a volleyball player. So it was cool to kind of branch out into these different areas. And without technology, that certainly wouldn't have been doable. And certainly uh, wouldn't have been able to get some of these people meeting up um, whether it was one-on-one virtually or one-on-one in person. So it was really fun looking at, uh, the first one-on-one in-person session that we had, um, you know, year 14, 15 months after the, that first, uh, March of 2020, people kind of being comfortable to reach back out and set things up in person and seeing those pictures on social of them just finishing a run or, um, you know, a workout together. So that was, that was really cool. Yeah. And I was going to say on the technology side, I mean, obviously like you and I are both not tech people when it comes to like, that's not what we studied. That's not what we do. Right. We use technology in different ways, but we're not, you know, creating technology from as, as like in a native app, for example. And, and so that's been one of our biggest struggles uh, through the last couple of years was trying to figure out like, okay, like how do we use this? to make the whole process a lot better. And one of the cool things that came out of struggling on the technology side is actually because I, I think you believe it too, we have such a good community who have really loyal people that are working with us, whether it's on the pro side or on the athlete user side, uh, everybody's willing to look the other way and say, I know the benefits that I'm getting out of this. It's not a big deal if the app isn't working that well or it's not available on the Android store, which it is now. But, uh, but you know. Just make that very clear to everyone. It's available in Canada. <laughs> it's available in the UK. It's available on Android, uh, Apple, you name it. So, but, kudos to yeah. But at the end of the day, like that, that human interaction is what was super important and it overcame the technology stuff. And now that we're set on the technology side from like a very simple early version, um, you know, setup, you can basically do everything that we want. And now we're just growing from a tech side. So I guess one of my questions was like, what's in the last year or so, what's been the cool, some of the coolest stories you've uh heard from some of the athletes or pros and what they're accomplishing through tag along yeah it's it's funny I, every time i want to give an example i want to say oh we have this client but like 
I have to stop myself from saying, oh, I have this friend because a lot of these people, like I'm working with them pretty closely each week. And I've talked to them for over a year, every week or every other week. And it's, it's cool to just be like, oh, wait, yeah, no, they are clients, but like, I do see them as friends. And so it's great being able to work with them. Um, I have this, this one client, uh, she has been with me for over a year and she's done multiple races. She did three minutes faster in a sprint triathlon uh, than she did eight years prior before she had three kids. Um, so that was a big deal. Uh, so huge shout out to Brittany. Um, we got this one guy named David who uh, his BMI was significantly lower and he lost about, I think, 15 or 16 pounds uh, just from, you know, not making huge changes in his diet, although that definitely was something we were working on. And we've been fortunate enough to bring on uh, Eleanor Baker, who is a, a dietitian. Um, so people being able to work with her and kind of really fine tune their their kind of lifestyle when it comes to what they're putting in their bodies. Um, so that's been really cool to kind of see different people working with with her and in, in tangent with, um, you know, training plans and things like that. Um, you know, just seeing different people say little comments here or there about, you know, being able to, to play with their kids longer, uh, feeling just, you know, they were able to push their car uh, when it ran out of gas and they wouldn't have been able to do that before. Just like these tiny little stories from all these different people has been very cool hearing um, all the improvements uh, for some of the pro side of things hearing their excitement when they get to talk about or see the results from some of their clients, someone dropped like 12 seconds off their 2k score. And it was all already pretty fast, but dropping 12 seconds is huge. Um, with rowing, um, dropping, you know, almost a minute on their 5k time, uh, for, for a running 5k. So just those, those things is always at the end of the day, kind of what tag along is all about people getting to improve together, both pro and athlete. And um, I think that's been really fun. You know, the, the 30 second or 10 second pitch for Tagalong is, you know, find, hire and train with, uh, with professional athletes, but it's so much more. It's so much more kind of, uh, we don't have pros on this platform if they don't want to be on this. Um, they want to work with people. They want to use their experience, their knowledge, their skill set. So fortunately we have this cool connection with hydro me being one of the one of the first athletes with hydro and kind of people finding out about me or james or lane through hydro and then coming and working with us on tag along has been pretty fun um and i think that you know i think it's important to note that you know we were doing this and i had this idea um prior to even joining hydro before hydro was even a thing and so i know hydro has their one-on-one -on -one coaching um and that's great uh, but this is definitely, you know, kind of a, a step up as far as, you know, let's let's take your schedule, let's take your resources, let's take your home gym and let's put together a very customized, realistic plan for you to hit whatever split, whatever uh, intensity, whatever goal you may have. Let's let's do this. Let's add some strength training. Let's make sure we're incorporating Pete Donahoe, um, you know, core functional strength, mobility stuff, um, things like that. So it's been fun kind of integrating hydro workouts into tag along programs and plans. Um, and it's really fun seeing what people can accomplish with that. So, yeah, yeah. And it, it's very cool being able to, especially in specifically like on a, a hydro machine, for example, to be able to find somebody who, who just got back into fitness, right? They might've taken years off of, of doing anything. They really weren't motivated. All of a sudden they start loving this machine and, and the people that are training them, but being able to help being, you know, after a couple of months of saying, Oh yeah, I mean, like I've, I'm doing this, I'm kind of losing interest or I'm, 
uh, I don't feel like I'm getting the mo as much out of it and I feel fitter, but I'm not getting better. It's really cool to be able to take this person and just exponentially grow their potential with one, with one piece of equipment. When in the past, you know, if you were using, if, you know, some, if, if you're already a rower or if you're going to make very mar marginal gains, you know, changing your training plan or whatever. So it's really cool to watch these like yeah. new indoor rowers, you know, grow crazy yeah. amounts yeah. And, and watch That's their splits. There's, there's so much to be said about community. There's so much to be said about like uh, built-in incentives as far as like streaks or milestones or things like that. But I think what, what a lot of the time people don't talk about is just the general hiccups that can happen. And I think one of those challenges you know, we faced this past year, you far more recently, you know, as of a week or two ago was, was COVID and, you know, contracting COVID, what that does to your energy levels, what that does over the, even though you may only have it for four five, six, seven, ten 10 days, what that does over the next month, what that does to your energy yeah. levels. And, you know, I know when I had it in October of 2021, it was exhausting. It would wipe you out. I you know, remember Lane and I had just moved to our Boston apartment and furniture was showing up and I'd have to build it together and it would take 20, 30 minutes to build it. And then needed 40 to 60 minutes to just lay down and catch my breath because I was so out of breath. And I was like, I literally am an athlete as my profession. How am I this <laughs> out of breath? How is this thing wiping me out? And I don't even feel that bad, but um, I know you had some things, you know, over the past two weeks, just from feeling so lethargic and, and exhausted. So, yeah, no, it's, and it's, we've heard it from so many athletes and so many pros, you know, they, all of a sudden they're doing one of our events or they're on a training plan with us. And all of a sudden they contact us and say, Hey, sorry, I got COVID. I have to take a break. And, uh, but I'm going to try to jump back in. It's, it's such a diff, especially this specific uh illness disease whatever you want to call it um it's such a tough thing because everybody's reacting to it so differently right and there's only it's only been around for a couple years when it comes to like our our experiences so um you know we try to <laughs> we try to adapt but at least we can adapt right i think one of the cool things that i always try to say is like if you go online and you're like you know what i'm gonna take i'm gonna buy this like 35 dollar marathon plan uh, that everybody can get on this website. And it's like, yeah, that's great. And you might be the perfect person that can like have hit everything and go do your race. And you had nothing in between that, that hurt, you know, your training, but for the 99% of the other people who have things going on in their life, whether it's kids, work, illnesses, travel, vacation, or whatever it is, uh, if something goes wrong, you have to be able to adapt and you have to adapt it from the beginning, what are your goals and all that stuff? And I think that's one of the coolest things is being able to not only just like purchase a plan from a pro, but also like pre-write it in, in the, um, in the circumstances that uh, go with your life and your goals. Case by case. And, yeah. Right. Because I know yeah. you're always constantly saying, Oh shoot, somebody has to change this up or they need to shift everything a whole week. I can go into, you know, I, I can communicate with that person pretty easily. And it's not, I'm not just stuck with like this training plan and now I feel bad and now I stop using it. So exactly. And I think a lot of people, whether you've done one marathon or you've done, you know, 10, a generic plan may or may not work for you. But also if you miss a long run day or an endurance day, and then 
Uh, you missed the shakeout run after that. And now it's Tuesday and you're like, okay, well, I'll do, I'll do whatever is planned for Tuesday. It's like, that, that's not how that works. Like you need yeah. to you being able to have, t- you know, a tag along plan kind of adjust in real time of, Hey, life got in the way. And I wasn't able to do this thing this weekend. Or I was traveling. Like, what, what can we adjust? And it's like, great. The more information you can give the, your pro, the more custom and realistic we can make this and, and the better you, your chances are of succeeding in whatever that goal is. So yeah, I think COVID is definitely an injuring one, uh, an interesting one. But what I was kind of going to get to is injuries. Injuries is a big part of um, your training in general, working out in general. And it's like, yeah. yeah, it's great to just sit down on a rowing machine and rip rip a 2K or a 5K. But if you get hurt from that, you're taking three steps back in order to take one step forward. And I think, you know, I've, ha- I've had this kind of over the past year and a half, this little like groin injury that I used to, I had PRP injections back in 2012. I got PRP injections last uh, spring and it definitely puts a bandaid on it. But like, unless you're willing to take four to six months off completely, it's like, yeah, no, that's really not going to happen right now. You know, I can't, I can't afford that. I don't want to do that. So you got to think of alternative ways that you can, um, you know, get around the injury. Maybe that's yeah. strength training. Maybe that's swimming. Maybe that's low impact stuff, which, you know, both cycling and uh, rowing and swimming all are as opposed to running, if that's what you want to do. But I mean, you, you face something drastically different than an injury, but with heat stroke, you had that one race that, what are some details behind that? It was how far? Away well, and- I, I, I like, I was two weeks out from a race, a gravel race in here in Texas. It's been really hot this past this spring. So I did like a huge training ride, which I thought I prepared really well with nutrition and water in the end, got heat stroke, ran out of water, pretty dehydrated. And it really took a, it made me take an entire step back. And by a step, I mean, 10, like I lost like all my fitness. I, I felt like every time I tried to do any sort of hard thing, I could only last 10 seconds instead of a minute, you know? And so then I did my race in a ripping uh, a hot day. And it was, I had to like, it was a three lap, uh, it was supposed to be 80 miles. And I only did two laps. Cause I was like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not, I didn't even start well. So why would I ever put myself in another position? And I think it's understanding no matter how good you are, your limitations. I mean, I just saw an article on outside uh, magazine that said, you know, this one dude who is a ultra runner, whatever guy that set so many records, he died of heat exhaustion out on a run. And, you know, they found him and it's like, yeah, you could be amazing, but if you're not understanding your limitations. And so we had, we had this one user on hydro who, (laughs) who really wanted to hit this milestone. I think, I think he had missed a couple days of, of rowing on a training plan and he was trying to make up everything at the, at the very end of the week. And he was like, it's Thursday night and I want to by Saturday morning, you know, hit a hundred K. And I was like, even at my best, I would never advise this. I would never even do it unless right. I knew, yeah. you know, like I'm not trying, like, it, it doesn't make sense. And I think once you understand those limitations, uh, you can be a lot more successful. And sometimes, uh, athletes who train really specifically, especially on the pro side, um, we tend to not give ourselves enough recovery time. We tend to work through injuries when, and then all of a sudden it's, you know, right before uh, Olympic trials or whatever. And you're like, I can't even race. I did all this work and I can't, I think you, you had that experience. Yeah. There's so many components that come into it, right? It's like, 
are you doing the the little bit of work that is you know is core strength training to you know to uh increase the chances that you're not going to get hurt so tiny little stabilizer muscles are you doing single leg stuff are you doing resistance stuff are you eating right are you eating um, um enough are you sleeping i just had two nights in a row where i slept over nine hours i couldn't tell you the last time i slept for nine hours like waking up and just being like Oh my God. Like, okay. Clearly I needed that as opposed to like, get up, get going, let's go, let's start the day yeah. and do it on the next day. Like there's so many things that come into play. And I think that, you know, no matter who you are, whether you're a father, new father or father of 20, 30 plus years, like there's always things that come in. And I think, you know, you're, you're experiencing that heat stroke is another one injuries in general, just as the body kind of gets a little older, you got to make the time for the things I always say it up to clients. Like if you're trying to squeeze in a 30 minute workout, I'd rather have you do a five minute warm up and then a 20 minute workout yeah. a row or something. And then a five minute cool down, rolling out, whatever. Stretch, yeah. Than just doing 30 minutes of that because it will for the long term be a lot smarter for you. So anyways, I am super excited for this season. We have a lot of cool guests um, that we're going to feature. Who knows who we'll be able to get over this next uh, couple months in the summer here. I wish everyone the best with staying safe and healthy and and getting their workouts in. And as we typically do, Scott, let's, uh, you know, just a little refresh of our own little rapid fire section. Uh, What's what's your what's been your recent go to snack? A smoothie specifically because it's so hot uh-huh. and yeah. and it, it's always nice to like cool down and get you know a bunch of all the nutrients you need in one I like that. one set I like that. Uh, but uh, i guess i think we should do both sides what what about you um i mean i'm always like a peanut butter peanut butter recently i've been doing like instead of dessert which because i am a sucker for like ice cream for dessert <laughs> and cookies i'll do like peanut butter and blueberries or peanut butter and banana and i know that's lame and i know that's like you know typical athlete answer but i do really enjoy blueberries and peanut butter um maybe with a scoop of ice cream as well but my go-to snack definitely peanut butter um what about uh uh, yeah i'll go i'll go i'll go first what's what's one of your secret hobbies or interests that you have right now Dude, I think it's such an interesting time in America. And I think if you want to learn about where you are, where we are as a country, it's important to look at where we've come from. So I've just been really interested in like former, you know, all the way back to Washington uh, presidents and like American presidents, what they were good at, what they weren't good at, what they really did, what their legacy is known for. So just been listening to a lot of podcasts and reading a lot about former presidents. I don't, I don't know if that's a secret hobby, but it's definitely a recent an interest what about you um man it's it's i don't think i have any like i guess my right now you know i've had all these different things that i love doing but i think when you're a father of a new baby that they take up all your time so i guess my secret hobby, hobby is my child that but, is a new hobby yeah. yes new dad. Yeah. uh nice what was the last hard workout that you did um I can't remember exactly just because I'm my, uh, my, uh, my memory on working out has kind of dissipated from COVID. Uh, but, uh, I think it was one of the last like major, um, interval workouts I did on Swift. Um, it was something like, you know, 40 seconds, 30 seconds on, and then short, short, uh, recoveries. But, uh, I was, mentioning that I had made a post about this on our Instagram where 
how, how hard it is sometimes to accomplish a workout based on the platform that's providing, you know, right. and, and saying, you know, maybe you only have 30 seconds or 20 seconds to hit this split or this uh, power. Uh, but sometimes you go a little bit above and then you try to readjust. And by the time you've readjusted, it's kind of over and then you failed the workout. And it's like, oh, that's another way of, of, of talking about adaptation is being able to look yeah. at your workouts yeah. and saying, am I actually failing or, or did I just not meet the exact criteria of how I'm supposed to be doing this? So how about you? Yeah. Uh, I was in New York visiting Alex, my brother. It was the week before he got married. So it was a cool special weekend to be able to go on the subway, drink some caffeine on, get up to <laughs> Columbia where he's going, uh, have the whole erg room to our suit ourselves. And I ripped five by two K um, well, technically, I think I did five by like 1920 meters while he did 2K. Um, and, you know, like three or four minutes rest. It was it was good. That was that was a good hard workout. I've been running a lot recently trying to build up, uh, trying to lose a little bit of weight and uh, get to get a little faster. So I secretly this is a terrible rapid fire section, which is, you know, par for the course for us. I really want to run a sub two minute, 800 meter. It's sub two minute, cool. half mile. Um, I'd love to do like a sub 11, two mile. Um, and I think that's doable as I did a five mile race in like 540 average. So I think I could run two miles in sub 11, but I really want to see if I could do a, um, uh, half mile in under in under two minutes. Yeah, That'd be cool. Like a 159 back, like what I was doing in college, or a little quicker. So, I would need to tag along with someone in order to do that. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, any athlete that you would love to tag along with right now? Oh man, I mean, like, I it's very interesting. I have taken a huge step back from being obsessed with sports um, and people who are in those sports. I think in the past you are so like, oh my God, I, if I could just row with this person or if I could ride with this person, that's, it would be awesome. Um, I don't have any specific person that I would want to ride with, uh, like cycling, but I would love to do like a fast crit race with like, um, with like a, uh, like a top team. It wouldn't matter who it was. It's just like being part of like a team and working as a team. I think that would be like, way more interesting than than picking a specific athlete because um i've gotten to train with amazing athletes in the past and so that's that's what tickles me more than uh now than um yeah what about you um i really like how this year uh the warriors winning i like steph curry a lot i think what he, to break the three-point record and to win the championship, that's that's pretty cool. I I would love just rebounding for him, you know, running around. <laughs> yeah, that's um, cool. You know, I I think there's a lot of cool stuff happening in track and field. Um, I mean, we got some really cool athletes on our platform as far as Jared Eaton, who just recently retired. Jordan Hase, who's one of the fastest uh, American women in the U.S. I guess yeah. that's what an American woman is. Um, yeah. <laughs> there's no need to say in the U.S. But uh, so between her and Megan Musnicki and Alex Karwaski and some of these really cool pros on the platform, I mean, to, to do a workout with any of them would be fantastic. Um, yeah, sure. What about a recent piece in, recent piece of uh, advice or quote that you liked? Um, yeah, I mean, I have one that I always go by, which is beautiful things don't ask for attention. And it's just a good way to stay humble and stay down to earth and and remind yourself that like, you know, <clears throat> 
whether you're into super into sports and fandom and social media and things that are influencing you all the time, like a lot of like true beauty in life is keeping it simple and, and living a simple life. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you can take that as however you want, but yeah. I, um, yeah, I agree. I think I'm going to butcher this one where it was like, if you're trying to be successful, be content with people thinking you're a fool, um, and go about your day and just kind of focus on what it is. Um, which is kind of what, you know, a similar version of what you just said, but I do like that. But I think, um, I looked up this one by Mark Twain and, uh, speaking of fools and it was like, it is better to keep your mouth closed and let people think you are a fool than to open it and remove all doubt. Um, and I think it's, you know, it's similar, but different as far as like, you don't always have to have an opinion on things. You don't always have to share your opinion on things. Sometimes it's better to just stay quiet, take a beat, think about things and then process. And especially now where it's like, if you want access to any, anything, you can find it. Um, it's a crazy time to be alive. So I think it's working out and, and fitness in general. And that's why I love sports is like, it's pretty black and white you know, especially yeah. even in your own world, like you either did what you set out to do or you didn't, whether that was a time specific goal, uh, split specific goal. Th there's no, like, was this right or wrong? It was like, you put your shoes on, you went in to put the work in. And I think that's the beauty. And I think that's what we're trying to do here at Tag Along is just, you know, add a little bit, uh, a little bit better to people's lives, have people's worst improve, but also have their best improve as well. So I'm excited for this year, this season. Um, I hope everyone has a great summer and uh, we're going to have really start releasing some, some new podcasts and uh, yeah, man. Thanks for all you do, Scott. And uh, thank you. We'll, we'll see everyone out there. All right.